All right, we are live. This is Orion Rising. I am your host, Leonard O'Neill. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and good morrow, depending on where in the world you are tuning into the show. All right, guys. Friday night, <clears throat> Law of One. Today's 9-11, so everybody uh, out there in the United States or, or anybody who was sympathetic to what took place 19 years ago, we need to remember that. Never forget that. Even if it was a conspiracy theory and even if it was done by our own government. Killed a lot of people. We need to figure that out and answer the question of that. All right, enough politics. Let's move into the Law of One. Okay, so we're going to do the Law of One. We're going to pick up where we left off uh, last week and... I'm going to back up one question, and then we'll move forward from there. They're starting to talk about the tarot, the tarot cards. Anybody that comes on, share this out, would you? Let's get this out there to the people. I'm sharing it out right now as well. <coughs> That's why I haven't turned my camera on yet. Otherwise, you'll just see me looking down at uh, my phone, um, sharing my the, this out to people. Okay, So we are live again on uh, Facebook instead of premiering the show going live to do this show uh, which is good because you know these the shadow band is but I'm starting to learn the you know the uh, Q algorithms <laughs> right that you, that you don't you don't want to hit those algorithms that they search for uh, of certain things that you say so if you don't say those things you don't get a shadow ban right so that's what I'm in the <clears throat> process of of figuring out. And uh, not saying those things, not getting too political, especially nowadays with what's going on, getting closer to the election here in uh, the United States, a couple months away. All right, but that's not what we're here to talk about today. We're here today to talk about the law of one, right? So we'll get into that. Like I said, share this out when you come on board, please. That way I don't do all the sharing because you know how it works in Facebook. If you do all the sharing, <clears throat> four or five places you share to, next thing you know, they they uh, kick you out, they kick you out, put you in, in uh, Facebook jail because you must be a bot or something because you're over here doing nothing but, you know, sharing and share, 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 share. There I am, not a mistake, right? Okay, so the law of one. Am I off? I'm off off camera just slightly. I must have bumped that camera. I have it sitting on a box right here. I don't have it stationary. I mean, it's stationary, but it's not hooked on something. My other camera was sitting on something. This is sitting on a little box, and every now and then I move, and I pump the box, and it goes, er, er, moves a little off, off kilter. For those of you who are listening on the MP3 podcast, you don't know anything about that because you have no visuals, right? <laughs> okay. So, <coughs> pardon me. I don't think I put it in the description. I'll do that afterwards. I keep forgetting to do that when I go live these days to to do that ahead of time when I get the key and put it in the description. But it is the law of one, so you should know about that. But if you don't, you're first picking this up for the very first time. I'll explain it really quickly. I'll talk fast through that portion like I normally do, right? I am a I am a pike, right? I said that to my British friend. She goes, do you know what that is? And I'm like, yeah, it's a slang term for the Irish, um, you know, uh, lower class trailer trash. And she was like, okay, I just wanted to make sure you knew that. I'm like, no, I wouldn't have said that if I, you know, didn't know that. That's that's the N-word for those of you who are African-American uh, or African anything. The N-word uh, to the Irish would be pikey or pike. It depends on your English accent, right? So if you watch, like, Guy Ritchie's uh, movies, you know, especially uh, a snatch, they talk about, they say that a lot. They call it, they call them pikeys and pike. Oh, I eat a pike. 
eat the pikey. Right, that that literally is the N-word for for the um, lower class, what they called every Irish person. <laughs> right? We were the slaves first. You guys just don't know that. Seriously, you guys just don't know that. Um, we were we were glad when when they got you guys over here because we were at least um, considered human then. Uh, we weren't even considered human, just like you guys weren't. Um, but then when they freed you guys. They gave you everything. When they they let us go around, run around, do whatever we wanted. Like they treated us like mice. They wouldn't wouldn't give us any food or jobs or houses or anything. You just don't know that because you don't know history because you don't look that up. You guys just just you just uh, think that you're the only ones that have anything happening to you okay so the law of one let's get over here and um, that's why i think we all should sit down and have good conversations and fix that stuff so that's why i keep telling you guys keep protesting just stop the violence don't don't go with farrakhan don't go with the you know uh those guys black panthers no 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 listen to martin luther king okay listen to Mahatma gandhi listen to the leaders they all died i know stephen biko died but nelson mandela picked up his flag and he did it with peace remember that Okay, peace and speaking and, and talking. So Black Lives Matter, get out there and protest. Keep doing it. Just don't let those Antifa militants start raiding and pillaging. Stop them from doing that, people. Be, be the adult in their room and stop them from doing that. But we do need to talk. Everybody, this, this thing that's happening right now is a good thing for our country and the world because people are actually starting to go, okay, let's, let's actually start making concessions here. Let's figure this out. It's good. Good to talk. All right, so <clears throat> so really quickly in the <clears throat> clear my throat and ramp up my pikiness, right? All right, so here we go. In between 1981 and 1984, there was a, a group of people. There's still a group of people now called them, but there's different people doing it, called the LL Research Group, okay? And they were using ESP channeling, a form of ESP to try and make contact with anyone, anything in the universe to see if there was something out there in the universe. They made contact... And in the very first session, there was that that started and spawned 106 sessions. The very first session, they made contact, and when they did, they made contact in the the personages, which was not just one person; it was an entire hive mind complex, a species of people like say us humans here on the entire planet. Could you imagine if we were like the Borg and we could communicate with someone as a collective consciousness? That's what happened, and they they got a hold of this this entity, and they called themselves Raw. Raw, that's right, raw, like the sun god raw, okay? And immediately Don, the questioner, said, we have a raw here in history on our planet. Do you have anything to do with that? And they said, yes, we are raw. We were on your planet. We built your pyramids. That intrigued him and the rest of the group. So that spawned 106 channeling sessions over the course of between 1981 and 1984, three years, three and a half years, almost four years. And six books later, okay, I had never heard of this. I don't even know when they were published. It was shortly thereafter, I'm assuming, or during, because he was asking raw questions about stuff. Okay, so I discovered these from a friend of mine, Josie. Kudos to you, girl. She's I was she's listening to my show a couple years ago and listening to what I called the way and the way that I uh, believed through my research and, and what I feel the way the universe works. And she said, Leo, that's the law of one. And I said, what is that? She goes, you need to look that up. And I said, okay, I will. She said, here's a link. I said, okay. So she linked what I'm going to be playing to you. She linked Muffy Moose's, Muffy Moose is a group that put the books to um, audio speak, right? So they go text to, text to speech. So it's a computer program that's saying it with an English accent. Uh, and this is uh, LL Research approved a material, 
Okay, so it's not like they're making uh, weird stuff up. I'm not making anything weird up. It's LL Research approved material. It's their material. Okay, and um, she <laughs> clicked that to me, and I read all or listened to and read all six books in about two months and said, I have to translate this. I have to help people understand this. There are wanderers out there that need to know this information because they're about to wake up or they're waking up. And other people, if you're not a wanderer and you're waking up, you're going to need to know the information that's in here because it's helpful. It's basic. But Raw comes through like Sheldon because he's speaking to Don, who is in fact a nuclear physicist. Luckily for you, I was, was going to be a nuclear physicist. I did that when I was in college. And then I realized I didn't want to go to work for the federal government of the United States again because they tried to recruit me when I was 11. And then I realized that if I did anything, they would weaponize it, right, or, or take it from me or whatever. So I just, you know, gave up on anything that had to do with helping uh, them destroy this planet or themselves, uh, anyone on the planet. So I, I refuse to do that. However, okay, um, that allows me, a, a, you know, a, a door, a window, as it were, into, um, you know, what is being talked about. Some of you will get it and you'll just understand it. And you go, dude, this is like basic. Yeah, that's not for you then. Okay. That means that you're already awake enough. And you've already gone down all the rabbit holes and you already know this stuff. And so you're like, yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. This means nothing to me. You're cool. You don't need this. Right. You're not who I'm looking for. Right. You're already you're already awake and you're already made your decision. And I'm sure you're helping people. Right. OK. So that's the long and short of that. Let me go ahead and get right into that because I'm already 10 minutes, 11 minutes. I always do this 11 minutes in before we even start. That's why I try to talk fast, get that out. All right. Here we go. Let me go over and oh, I have to go over here and switch windows to this and then switch this window to that. Right. Yeah, where is it? Did I put it there. There we go. Okay, so I will go over here and go full screen so you will be able to see this on whatever device that you're using. And um, I will be watching the chat over here, right? I see who's, who said something already. Let's see. Danny Zinn said hi with a bunch of eyes. Hi, Danny. Uh, I am live. So I am monitoring the chat on my other monitor. So if you guys have any uh, questions or anything that you want to talk about while we're here, feel free to please type in the chat. I will either try and answer it. Um, I will pause the video and uh, discuss what we want to discuss, okay? Uh, pass this on to your friends. This is a session 76, so if you just here for the very first time, you, you've already missed 75 sessions that I've been doing every single Friday night. This is uh, in October. Uh, October 19th will be my two-year anniversary doing just the Law of One every Friday night, Okay. Um, I do other stuff, obviously, on other nights and, and uh, do other things. You can see that in my archives if you look at uh, Orion Rising on the page on, on uh, Facebook or Orion Rising, the, the channel on YouTube, or anywhere you listen to your MP3 uh, podcast. I'm out there, and I'm under Orion Rising. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and start. So, I, so I, I apologize for those of you who are just hearing this for the first time because you're, ca you're catching, you know, 50, what is that, you know, uh, 30, uh, less than that, right, Thir 32 uh, 32 sessions from the end of this entire thing, right? So I would advise you guys to go back and watch the um, the beginning so that you can understand what's going on. And it's crazy because we're 76 sessions into a 106 sessions, and I remember thinking, how much can they possibly talk about? they got to start getting redundant. They do only slightly in that uh, Don asks questions, and then Raw usually says we covered that in an earlier segment. All right, so I'm going to go ahead and go full screen here on this, and we're going to go ahead and start with, uh, we're in the middle of this session. I backed up one question to seven, session 76, question 9. 
because it pertains to it starts I did this again I usually do because this starts the uh, the the uh, line of questioning and the line of answering so if I skipped this you would go what are we talking about what's the topic so you'll figure this out it's the tarot they're starting to get into the tarot cards because raw also claims that they created the original tarot deck so let's get into that now, these opinions, like I said, I'm, I'm not here to say yay or nay or, or, or any of that stuff, uh, you know, whether I believe or disbelieve that. That's something, as a, as a, a pastor, um, I would not ever do that, so I wouldn't do that here, okay? So I, won't, I don't give you my opinion. The only thing where I'm going to give an opinion is where I'm translating. It's not going to be, I'm not trying to um, make this sound like something. I'm not trying to sell a new religion or anything like that. And I'm not even trying to say that these people were 100% accurate. All right, but I'm not also going to say that they're not because I believe that a lot of this is because everything I've learned in my life, never reading any of this, I've come to the conclusion that and I'm writing a book about it called The Way, and I describe that at Orion Rising, the page on Facebook. I, I describe what The Way is. If you know the law of one, you're going to go, yeah, I got you. got you, Chief. All right, so Stormy, hi, welcome. Right? Finn is here, too. Finn from Ireland. Welcome, my friend, Finn. Um, okay, guys, like I said, share this out. Let's get going here, uh, and let's have some fun, right? Or well, maybe not. It might be too brainiac for some people. It might be just redundant, and people go, Jesus, what, what are you listening to, bro? All right, full screen. Here we go. Session 76, question 9. This took place in 1981, I believe. I think we're in 81 now. Here we go. Question 76.9. Questioner, is there, in Ra's opinion, any present-day value for the use of the Tarot as an aid in the evolutionary process? Answer, I am Ra. We shall repeat information. It is appropriate to study one form of constructed and organized distortion of the archetypical mind in depth in order to arrive at the position of being able to become and to experience archetypes at will. You have three basic choices. You may choose astrology. The twelve signs, as you call these portions of your planet's energy web, and what has been called the ten planets. You may choose the Tarot with its twenty-two so-called major arcana. You may choose the study of the so-called Tree of Life with its ten sephiroth and the twenty-two relationships between the stations. It is well to investigate each discipline, not as a dilettante, but as one who seeks the touchstone, one who wishes to feel the pull of the magnet. One of these studies will be more attractive to the seeker. Let the seeker, then, investigate the archetypical mind using, basically, one of these three disciplines. After. Okay, so I wanted to point out here, and I did this on the last show. So if you guys were here last week, and you heard me go through this and actually point this out in the same place, that he's pointing out the different types of religions that are out there, and you know those. If you don't know anything about religions, you know that those are major arcanists they're major religions on this on this planet philosophical or religious um, um you know belief and when i was a kid i asked my father we lived across the street from a church and it happened to be uh, the church of nazarene it's a mormon church and i said to my father i asked him if we were christian and he said you if you wanted to look into that son i want to know the answer to that question i'm not going to tell you the answer to that question you need to find the answer to that question on your own he encouraged me to not just like he just said here, right? Where he said, "Don't don't pick one as a dilettante." Being a dilettante, it's just the way the computer read the word, and, and you know, not pick one and go, "Oh, that's the right one. That has to be the right one, and I'm going to follow it." Don't pick don't pick the first one. Go and look, find which one fits for you. My father said exactly these words. 
Find which one, if any, fits for you. Because you're going to find, son, that in life, at different stages in your life, different ideology packages are going to fit with you, and one that you had maybe now won't fit in 10 years. As you evolve as a person, you're going to, your ideology is going to evolve, and you're going to move from one category to another, and a church that you're with and think might be the best thing may then fail you, and you should then move on and find something else. And I took him at, at, literally, I took it to heart, and I did exactly that, okay? And I ended up with, you know, with the Catholic Church being knighted by them and going to many, many different Christian churches and, and studying Muslim, studying Hindu, studying, you know, everything, Taoist, Buddhist, <clears throat> you name it, worldwide. I used to have, I don't anymore, but I used to have, a, you know, every single Talmud that I could find from every single religion in, in my library lined up so that I could research from any religion, anything at any time. Okay, and that's, that's what this nerd did. Now, let me go back over here, and I apologize because my brain is saying, did you make sure your microphone was turned on? Yeah, it is, good. I was hoping I wasn't talking to myself, and all you guys were going, what's all this dead air, bro? Right? So I took that to heart and did that. Eric, Eric said, what's up, Leo? What's up, Eric? Um, thanks for, thanks for uh, coming, and um, uh, share this out, bro. So I'm going to go ahead and, and move forward, uh, but I wanted to point that out, that that still applies, and that I, I am a, a minister, right? I am an ordained minister, pastor, whatever you want to call me. I just can't be called priest, because to be called a priest, you have to go through the Catholic seminary. They wanted me to, but I didn't want to, because I don't like giving up things like, oh, I don't know, sex, marriage, <laughs> the essential things in life. They don't care if you drink, bugger little children. No, that's, stay away from politics, Leo. That wasn't right. Do not judge. Do, judge not lest you be judged. Okay, let's move forward, and we'll let... Well, I wanted to stop there and reiterate that, even though I did that last time. Uh, I'm doing it again because that, that's my encouragement, because if you do that, it's going to round you out more than blindly following any faith. All right, and my father knew that when he told me that, and that's why he explained that to me the way he did. And, and Raw here now is doing the same thing. So here we go. Let's go back full screen and continue. And I apologize to any of you out there who say, man, you talk way too fast, bro. This is me not on caffeine. You should see me on caffeine. I have caffeine here. So you might see me a little bit later on. <laughs> Thank you, Eric. For a period of study, the discipline mastered sufficiently. The seeker may then complete the more important step, that is, the moving beyond the written in order to express in a unique fashion its understanding, if you may again pardon the noun, of the archetypical mind. Okay, so that was, that was February of 1982. I apologize. For those of you who are on the MP3 podcast, <coughs> you didn't know that. So we're going to move into the second part of, let me pause that. Did I just mess that up? I think I might have just messed that up. We'll see when it starts. Because no, it's part two of two. We're second part was se session 76, February 3rd, 1982. Here we go. Question 76.10. Questioner, would I be correct in saying that the archetypes of this particular logos are somewhat unique with respect to the rest of the creation? The systems of study that we have just talked about would not translate quickly or easily in other parts of the creation. This is a very difficult question to state. Could you clear that up for me? Answer, I am Ra. We may draw from the Velter of statement which you offer the question we believe you ask. 
Please re-question if we have mistaken your query. The archetypical mind is that mind which is peculiar to the logos under which influence you are at this space-time distorting your experiences. There is no other logos the archetypical mind of which would be the same any more than the stars would appear the same from another planet in another galaxy. You may correctly infer that the closer logo are indeed closer in archetypes. Question 76.11 See, what, what, what uh, the questioner meant there, Don, he was saying a little more existentially, right? Would it be correct to saying that the archetypes of this particular logos are somewhat unique with respect to the rest of the creation? But he was, see, what he didn't understand there was, yes, the answer would be yes if he was talking about all three-dimensional life, all third-density life, because this is what it is in this place for all living beings in the entire universe. It's exactly the way it is here. It doesn't look exactly the way it does here. Each logos, logos is the creation, logos is the word, logos is, is love. So the universe was created by love here. This Each one of these places is a logos. And the only way I can reference that so that you would understand that is that if you understand the chakra points that you have in your body, imagine each, each chakra point is a logos because it is. It's a creation point of energy you have control of that and you can create with that within the parameters of the laws of the universe we couldn't we create our reality through all of us as a collective consciousness okay so he wasn't asking the question he was asking a broad question and we'll see if if Raw expands on it. He was at, or if he if, if Don expands on the question here, and or if he skips over it. That's his not understanding what's going on. I wish this, I wish I was there when all of this was going on because I could go oh, Don here. Let me explain this to you. <laughs> right. So for for his his higher IQ, you know he he but he was more of a scientist. I went through that phase, and I realized that there's a there's a portion of that. That the other, the other, there's three quarters of the reality of the universe that science cannot and will not look at. They refuse to. So because of that, they're never going to figure anything out 100%. Because they refuse to cut off the other part. There is no God. There is no religion. There is no spirituality. Everything has an answer without all that mumbo jumbo made up stuff. And because of that, they can't answer questions. Let's see what happens. Questioner. Since Ra evolved initially on Venus, Ra is of the same archetypical origin as that which we experience here. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. Question 76.12 Questioner, but I am assuming that the concepts of the Terot and the magical concepts of the Tree of Life, etc. were not in use by Ra. I suspect, possibly, some form of astrology was a previous Ra concept. This is just a guess. Am I correct? Answer, I am Ra. To express Ra's methods of study of the archetypical mind under the system of distortions which we enjoyed would be to skew your own judgment of that which is appropriate. <laughs> I'm, I'm stopping because Kevin Cummings showed up. Welcome, sir. He said, hello, Leo, you're looking well. Did you lose your razor? No, I decided to start early on my uh, Santa Claus beard. So I went ahead and stopped shaving uh, to get a nice, good, last year I, I didn't start uh, growing it until late October, 
so I only had a month and a half worth or two months worth. I usually do it around September when I was working. I would stop shaving uh, at September, go on vacation, stop shaving, and I wouldn't shave my head. I wouldn't cut my hair, and I wouldn't shave again until March, right? So I would just let everything grow because I worked outside. I was doing construction at the time, construction and maintenance, the last 10 years of my of my working career. So because of that, you know how it is. If you've ever worked outside, you need hair, man, <laughs> right? So I would go on vacation for my birthday, which was yesterday, by the way. Happy birthday, Leo. And so I would be on vacation right now while I was working, and I would stop shaving everything. No, no cutting hair, no nothing. I'd just let it grow. And then I would do that completely and become a, a mountain man. And then uh, in March when it started getting uh, hot, I would then go on vacation and shave my beard and mustache off and shave my head bald so that I had cooler uh, skin without all that hair to go through the summer. My boss loved it. She said that she got to see me go through every stage that a man would go through of having a tight goatee, a long beard, a full beard, long hair, ponytail, you know, scruffy looking, the whole nines. And so she thought it was cool that I went through the seasons with the seasons, right? So anyway, that's what's going on there, brother. I'm going ahead and growing my, uh, my Santa Claus beard early. Okay, guys, here we go. For the system of distortions forming the conditions in which you learn teach. Therefore, we must invoke the law of confusion. Question 76.13. Questioner, I am going to ask some questions. Okay, so because I talked through that, let me do that really quickly, right? So he was saying, but I'm assuming you guys had some form of astrology, in the, right? And he said to express Ra's method of study of the archetypal mind under the system of the distortion, which we enjoyed, would be askew from your own judgment. So therefore, I have to invoke the law of confusion. Because it was a different complete setup. They were different people. So because of that, they had everything. Their tools were different. They saw things from a different perspective. That doesn't mean they didn't see the same things that we saw. And doesn't mean they didn't ponder the same things we ponder. They just did it from a different perspective. To add that to our reality would be against the laws of confusion. And that's why he said that there. So I wanted to say that because I did cut through that and talked through it. So here we go. Now that may be a little off the center of what we are trying to do. I'm not sure because I'm trying to, with these questions, unscramble something that I consider very basic to what we are doing. Please forgive my lack of ability in questioning since this is a difficult concept for me. Could you give me an idea of the length of the first and second densities as they occurred for this planet? Answer, I am Ra. There is no method of estimation of the time space before timelessness gave way in your first density. To the beginnings of your time, the measurement would be vast and yet this vastness is meaningless. Upon the entry into the constructed space-time your first density spanned a bridge of space-time and time-space of perhaps two billion of your years. Second density is more easily estimated and represents your longest density in terms of the span of space-time. We may estimate that time is approximately four, six billion years. These approximations are exceedingly rough due to the somewhat uneven development which is characteristic of creations which are built upon the foundation stone of free will. Question 70. All right, so I also want to interject here that those numbers sound like a really, really, really freaking long time to us, right? Billions and billions of years. What? What you need to understand is that we are in space-time, not time-space. Right. Or or the other way around. I always get confused right there. For us, time is linear. We have a a beginning, you know, a middle and an end. We have past, we have present, we have future, and they're not all at happening at the exact same time. 
we're moving faster than the rest of the universe in this place. And there's a reason for that, because we, we take a long time to learn what we need to learn. And if we traveled the way they do, which in, in the weirdness, here's the quantum weirdness, we're traveling, or we're vibrating faster than they are, and we're closer to the speed of light than the rest of the universe is, but our timeline is slower than theirs. Do you understand how that works? So for us, four to six billion years, the way we perceive time here is a blink of an eye outside of this place. That's why he said it, that, it's, that it's, you know, it's pointless. It doesn't matter. Because as soon as we leave here and go to the fourth, it's only here in the third where past, present, and future are separated. And they need to be separated because we're mind wiped, because this is the first place that you're a baby soul, that you're aware, I think, therefore I am. You have to then learn all these things that we're going to be learning for the rest of our existence. Not just your existence here, but for the rest of time. In your existence, everything that you're going to be learning, you get to learn. A, this is like grade 1 through 12 before you go to college. Grade 1 through 12 teaches you a little bit about everything that you're going to learn for the rest of your life. That's exactly what happens here. Okay? So for us, the timeline, 4 to 6 billion years, seems like forever. But that's because we have a past and a present and a future, and we have it separated, and it's not happening all at once. Once we get out of here, all that happens at once. So because all of that happens at once, it's instantaneous. Basically, there is no time. Time ceases to be a factor because time is infinite, and so are you. Okay? So the, only, so the perception of time is in this reality. Once you get out of this reality, the perception of time goes away because everything happens now. This is like that movie in Spaceballs. Where are we, sir? We're, we're, we're at now, sir. What do you mean we're at now? We're at now. Now, now. How can we be in now? We haven't even finished filming the movie. Yeah, I know. It's the latest thing. It's really technical. Okay, so that's the, the quantum weirdness when you, when you get to time. Okay, so because past, present, and future happens all at once, from their perspective, six billion years is a blink of an eye because it all happens now. Bam. And everything in the future is happening now, too. Bam. So it's the only thing that you have there is, is being in the moment, being present in the moment. And that's why we teach people to try and be present in the moment here. And there's little tidbits throughout movies and things that show this exact same thing, the Matrix. When he's present in the moment, he moves faster than the Matrix. He can move faster than time. Okay, there was an episode of Star Trek, The Next Generation, where Captain Picard was on this planet with this woman who he was, he was in love with, and they were having an affair, and uh, he was there with her, and he was on leave, and they got trapped in a cave. And she was from another place, another planet, and she had gotten hit in the head, and she was afraid that she was going to die, and he was afraid she wasn't going to make it before medical got there. And he said, remember, you said to, that you could make a moment last, last a lifetime. Do, do that with me now, please. And they, they got into this place, spiritually, where they slowed down time around them. They were present in the moment, and it stopped, ceased time. And everything else around them continued moving, and eventually they got to them, dug them out, and she didn't die, but had she stayed in the present, 
with the timeline moving, she would have died. So that was the reverse. Instead of stepping outside of time, they stepped inside of time and stayed in that one moment and didn't age, didn't regress until the people got there and she was still alive and they, they kept her alive. So there's little things, little hints that we put into movies and stuff about everything. It's there in everything. The way the universe works is written in everything and all around us, the landscape, everything we've ever built, the placement of everything that we've built. It's all esoteric. If you can, if you can read it and you can see it and you can figure it out, then you can figure out where we came from and what we're doing here. That's why I say to everyone, it's so important, important to look at history. Everybody's trying to destroy our history right now. If you destroy your history, then you become that history. You, you just do it again. Because you, there's no history there for you to remember that, you, wait, don't do that, that's bad. You have to show those bad things to yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. Okay, now that happens on a personal scale all the way up to an entire species scale. And we, right now, in this place, in this time, are going through that. We're having to make that decision right now. This is, pertains to everything they're saying right here pertains to now. I know I'm a preacher. I can put anything from any sentence and make it pertain to now. That's how they teach us. But it does. Let's continue. 6.14 Questioner, did you state that second density was 4.6 billion years? B. B. I. L. Is that correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is correct. See? Don's like, what? WTF, bro? Did you just say billion with a B? All right, let's go. Question 76.15. Questioner, then we have a third density that is, comparatively speaking, the twinkling of an eye, the snap of a finger in time compared to the others. Why is the third density cycled so extremely rapidly compared to the first and second? Answer, I am Ra. The third density is a choice. Question 76.16. Questioner, third density, then, compared to the rest of the densities, all of them, is nothing but a uniquely short period of what we consider to be time and is for the purpose of this choice. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is precisely correct. See, do you understand that? Show of hands, do you understand that? The third density is a choice. It's not a choice to go there, to go here. Everyone has to go here. But it's a choice. And what did Don say? The questioner. Third density then compared to the rest of, dense, of, of the densities, of all of them, is nothing but a unique short period of what we consider to be time. And is for the purpose of this choice. Is this correct? Ra's answer, this is precisely correct. Let's continue. The prelude to choice must encompass the laying of the foundation, the establishment of the illusion and the viability of that which can be the made spiritually viable. And that's exactly what I just described to you. This is your baby step to adult spiritualism. And you're, these are all these things, right? The, the prelude to the choice must, must encompass the laying of the foundation. Laying of the foundation is this is the way the universe works. It's here before you. 
You need to understand all of the things that you're going to learn in life, right? So you need to have all these experiences, love, hate, all the emotions, right? You need to learn envy. You need to learn friendship. You need to learn empathy. You're going to work on all of these. Right here, right now, you get a crash course. Here it all is. I laid out in front of you. Look over it. Read the pamphlets. Because when you move on, you're going to be you're going to be focusing on on one of these in each lifetime. Okay. Do you see? Here we go. Let's continue. The remainder of the densities is continuous refining of the choice. This also is greatly lengthened, as you will use the term. The choice is, as you put it. The work of a moment, but is the axis upon which the creation turns. Do you understand that? So once, what is the choice? What is the choice, Leo? The choice is in service to others or in service to self. What does that mean? In service to others is light, is goodness, is helpful to the all. In service to self is the opposite. It is wicked. It is evil. It is service to me. That is the choice that you are here to make. And then when you leave here, you're no longer mixed around with good and evil. The next guy next to you could be evil and you don't know it. <clears throat> I just watched a commercial on television today by Hershey's Chocolate here in the United States. And they had these two little girls sitting on the floor. And sitting in next to them was a little uh, saucer, a little plate. And they had taken and broke up the Hershey's chocolate bar into those little chits, right? So each little piece. And they had them sitting on there, <coughs> and they said to the little girls, you know, um, take a piece of chocolate if you love chocolate. And they both reached down and took a piece of chocolate, right? And they said a couple other things, you know, like take a piece of chocolate if, uh, you know, if you're the best person. And they both took a piece of chocolate laughing. But the last question they asked was, take a piece of chocolate if you like to share. The girl on the right smiled and looked at the girl on the left. The girl on the left got this look on her face like, um, yeah, no. These girls were like four. She looked at the other girl and kind of looked around like, I'm not getting a piece of chocolate. The other girl who smiled reached down and picked up a piece of chocolate because she likes to share. And do you know what she did with that piece of chocolate? She gave it to the other girl. No prompting. Just pick up a piece of chocolate if you like to share. And she picked up the piece of chocolate and then shared it with the girl who would not have given her and did not give her a piece of chocolate. That sums up the choice you have to make here, not pick up a piece of chocolate, but the motivation behind it. That little girl on the right is going to be, a, she is in service to others. And she was, in the, she was, it was obvious by the questioning. I don't know if Hershey did that on purpose. The outcome was, was badass. And the other girl was like, yeah, no, I'm about me, bro. I'm not picking up a piece of chocolate when that question is asked because I don't like to share. In service to self. Okay, so that's what goes on here. And then when you leave from here, the next step is you learn about something else. And from what I understand, if you're on the good side, you learn about love. I, you know, I would wager, I guess, on the bad side, it would be the opposite of that. So you must learn about hate. I don't know. But I do know that on the positive side, that's where you go. Okay, and then I also know that you're separated now. So you don't live on the same planet with people who are downright evil like we do here. That becomes less and less and less and less as you move away from you because you become more polarized as you move up. 
Okay, do you see? Do you understand that? Let's move on. Question 76.17. Questioner, is this third density choice the same throughout all of the creation of which you are aware? Answer, I am Ra. We are aware of creations in which third density is lengthier and more space-time is given to the choosing. However, the proportions remain the same, the dimensions all being somewhat etilated and weakened by the logos to have a variant experience of the creator. This creation is seen by us to be quite vivid. Question 76.18 Questioner, I didn't understand what you meant by what you said, as seen by you to be quite vivid. What did you mean? Answer, I am Ra. This creation is somewhat more condensed by its logos than some other logo I have chosen. Thus each experience of the creator by the creator in this system of distortions is, relatively speaking, more bright or, as we said, vivid. Question 76.19 Questioner, I am assuming that upon entry into third density, for this planet, disease did not... Sorry. Sorry, I was I was checking the sound, so you guys are hearing it twice. So you're hearing it through my microphone as well. That's okay. It's not so bad. Uh, and it's also buffing there for a second. I wanted to make sure I didn't get dumped off air. All right, here we go. Not existing in any form. Is this correct? Answer, I am Ra. This is incorrect. Question 76.20. Questioner, what disease or form of disease was there, and why did this exist at the beginning of the third density? Answer, I am Ra. Firstly, that which you speak of as disease is a functional portion of the body complex which offers the body complex the opportunity to cease viability. This is a desirable body complex function. The second portion of the answer has to do with second density other cells of a microscopic, as you would call it, size which have in some forms long existed and performed their service by aiding the physical body complex in its function of ceasing viability at the appropriate space-time. See, so even viruses, guys, even viruses that kill people, they're in service to others. They're, they're that last part of that sentence right there. Do you see that? Right? The second portion of the answer has to do with the second density other selves of, my, of the microscopic, as you would call it, size, which have a, a, some form long existed and performed their service by aiding the physical body complex in its function of ceasing viability at the appropriate space-time. So, so viruses exist to help us die at the appropriate time. So everything. So everything happens for a reason. Everything happens in its time. Right? So that's, that's the part that people have a hard time with. But then they expect that because of that, God is controlling Everything that happens to me, that's not true at all. Everything is fluid. Everything is completely, in fact, the more random, the more random there are, the more you have different things happen. The creation, the one true creator is trying to experience every possible infinite experience. So every, every difference, every nuance of an experience that is different from the person next to you is wanted and hoped for. Redundancy is not something that the, the one true creator wants you to live. Redundancy is some people, they just want to keep it simple. So they want everything in a little box and it's just redundant. 
That's not what we're here for. That's not what creation is about. You could choose that because we all have a choice, right? Maria, welcome. If you guys type something in the chat, I can see, or if you're friends with me, it'll say that you're watching at the same time. If you come in and I don't know who you are and you don't say anything, I won't say hi to you. So if I offend someone by not saying hi, it's because I don't know you're there in the, in the crowd. Okay, so let's continue. Question 76.21. Questioner, what I am trying to understand is the difference between the plan of the logos for these second density entities and the generation of what I would guess to be more or less a runaway array of feedback to create various physical problems to act as catalyst in our present third density condition. Could you give me an indication of whether my thinking is anywhere near right on that? Answer, I am Ra. This instrument's physical body complex is becoming more distorted towards pain. We shall, therefore, speak to this subject as our last full query of this working. Your query contains some internal confusion which causes the answer to be perhaps more general than desired. We invite refinements of the query. The Logos plan for entities of mind, body, spirit complex to gain experience until the amount of experience was sufficient for an incarnation. This varied only slightly from second density entities whose mind-body complexes existed for the purpose of experiencing growth and seeking consciousness. As the third density upon your planet proceeded, as has been discussed, the need for the physical body complex to cease became more rapidly approached due to intensified and more rapidly gained catalyst. This catalyst was not being properly assimilated. Therefore, the, shall we say, lifetimes needed to be shorter that learning might continue to occur with the proper rhythm and increment. Thus more and more opportunities have been offered as your density has progressed for disease. May we ask if there are further brief queries before we close? Okay, so <clears throat> this explains if you, if you read almost any Talmud, any dusty tome, that there was a time on this planet when people lived much, much longer than we live now. Okay. And thank you, Cheryl. Cheryl's watching. She waved. Welcome. <laughs> Here, let me wave back. We'll wave at you. Hi. I don't know if you waved, but it said for me to wave at you, so I waved at you. So, <clears throat> so there was a time when we lived a lot longer, but because one of the things, one of the catalysts that, that he was talking about there that he didn't mention, he mentioned before, one of the things that had shortened our lifetimes was the bellicosity our bellicose, our affinity for violence. It's because of our affinity for violence, we didn't live very long, right? So they had to change the, or, or some people did, but they, they would say live a long time, you'd have a, a tyrant who would live and just murder everybody, right? So things, we weren't learning the things we were supposed to learn properly, so our life expectancy shortened, so we had more opportunity. Do you understand? Our life expectancy shortened, so we had more opportunity to learn the things that we were to learn. And for that to happen, disease and other things had to come into play. So there had to be a catalyst for us to die younger. So the bellicosity, the, you know, the, the infectious rate, um, you know, that sort of thing. Famines, plagues, fires, floods, earthquakes, volcanoes, all of these things became more prevalent do you understand? And even now, people say, well, you know, all of these things have increased in intensity because never before in history has there been a time like this one. 
It's just that most people don't know that. The reason that all of this is happening is because the powers that should not be understood all of this, what I'm telling you here, what Raw is telling everyone here. They understand how to, to um, change the matrix, to control it. And it's really simple. All they do is brainwash all of us into believing something. Then, by proxy, we all change the logos to that because our collective minds creates this reality. This is why they're in charge of everything and all, every piece of information that goes out to your head and to my head and to the entire planet uh, through all the media outlets, the news outlets, they control. So they control those narratives. So they tell you only what they want you to hear. They show you only what they want you to buy. They make you hate only those who they want you to hate. Do you understand that? This is what Raw is telling you here. And unfortunately, because they had control of the narrative, the life expectancy had to shorten so that you would then recycle and come back through and have a clean slate opportunity to maybe get it this time. The problem is they kept clamping more and more control down on that, and anybody who would wake up, they would kill. The witch's hammer. They used that in, in the, the, uh, the witch hunts in Salem. Any free-thinking woman was, was sought after and called a witch, and they would kill that woman. And that way they would shut them up. Conform. Censorship. Violence, death, sound familiar? Without getting into politics, I refer here to Antifa. Okay, let's continue. Question 76.22. Questioner, I have one question that is possibly of no value. You don't have to expand on it, but there is a crystal skull in the possession of a woman near Toronto. It may be of some value in investigating these communications with Ra since I think possibly this had some origin from Ra. Can you tell me anything about that, and then is there anything that we can do to improve the contact or to make the instrument more comfortable? Answer, I am Ra. Although your query is one which uncovers interesting material we cannot answer due to the potential an answer may have for affecting your actions. The appurtenances are carefully placed and requisite care taken. We are appreciative. All is well. I am Ra. I leave you, my friends, in the love and the light of the one infinite creator. Go forth, therefore, glorying and rejoicing in the power and in the peace of the one infinite creator. Adonai. Okay, so that's the end of that session. I think we'll, I think we'll call it right there because I can just continue talking about some of the stuff that they went through there. And because we're coming up on eight minutes till the hour. Right, and I'm trying to do hard hours these days for this show. Um, trying to keep that. I mean, a lot of guys can't even watch this that long, right? So the reason for what was going on here is that the people of this planet, to to you know, to digress, let me turn my camera back on. For those of you who are watching this on the MP4 live version, you'll see my ugly mug right there, growing my Santa beard. So. For what had happened here, guys, if you're brand new to this, what's happened 
is and the reason why everything has become shortened even more and why there's so much uh, you know more rain more storms more uh, you know just fierce fires and volcanoes and all this stuff what is all that craziness is it the end times well in a sense yes it is in a sense yes it is because with everyone that is here on this planet in this form not just in this one though but dolphins whales anyone who has a a, a brain the size of ours or larger has a consciousness the size of ours or larger and you're here to learn a certain grouping of things and then you're to move up to the next level move on some planets will continue with third dimensional life forms as well as others where like on this planet currently there's you know first dimension second dimension third dimension we know that we can see the first and the second and we are in the third so we can see that we can't see the fourth it's here coexisting with us vibrating at a different pace so because it's vibrating at a different at a different level it's in a different reality coexisting on the same exact space a lot of people have a really hard time understanding that if your vibration moved at that rate you would move to that reality and those people are here on earth calling it earth still but this reality is no longer supposed to be here this planet is not supposed to support third dimensional life anymore third third density life it's fourth and eighth first second fourth and eighth right now and I think somewhere it's gonna pick up the fifth and sixth maybe as people move up I don't know don't quote me because I don't have that memory yet I don't remember that I just hear whispers from the Akashic records and my guides and myself and the higher self so the people uh, that are here have been stranded here by the powers that should not be who understand the logos and the creation and they understand how to change the matrix to keep people stuck here as their slaves and they did that a long 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 time ago in a galaxy far far away no a long time ago okay and the people here have been stuck so long that they cried out for help to the universe and people in the universe returned or responded to that cry for help so right now currently what's going on on this planet is literally the the dichotomy that you see playing out in every single television show and every t single movie we're showing ourselves subconsciously what has happened to us over and over and over and over. That's why I love that Batman movie with the Joker, because it, that's the, the, the exact what's happening here. You have the Joker and you have the Batman. The Batman is the straight and narrow guy. His one rule is he won't kill anyone. He is in service to others, period. And then you have the Joker who is in service to self, and he'll do anything he needs to do to burn the world down. And there's a fight, a struggle between the two of them, over the mines of Gotham, which was supposed to be like New York City, basically the modern world. Okay, and then, you know, he won't kill the Joker, and the Joker won't kill him either. He's, I can't kill you. You complete me, he said. No, without you, I'm nothing, he said. Do you understand that? That is telling you what's going on. They need us because we, if we stay asleep, we keep this reality going. The planet is trying to get us off this like a like a dog or trying to get a flea off its back you're not supposed to be there anymore you need to go so the planet itself is starting to aid us in kicking us out the door you're not gonna move out on your own I'm gonna kick you out so that's what's happening choose quickly choose wisely or the planets going to destroy us 
to get us off of here. But the problem with that is that every time we die, we're just going to recycle here because they're not letting us leave to graduate to go somewhere else. That's what's going on in reality. Whether you want to believe it or not, you have a choice. That's, that's, you know, that's your guys' choice to, to, um, to look at. I'm looking at the chat now. Lisa says, everything is, uh, everything is true. Negative uh, energies create havoc. Positive energies are what is needed. Correct. Lisa, correct. There, here, you know, the, here you have that balance, right? Here there is that balance. But it's still not 50-50. Uh, people think that you know, there's exactly the same amount of evil people on this planet as there are good people. That's not true. It's like 70-30 or 80-20 or 90-10. There are far more good people than there are evil people everywhere in the universe. That's just by nature because people are evil. When you're evil, you're so evil, you, you take up the, you know, 30, 40, 1,000, 2,000, 5,000 of the, of the other souls. You make up for that in your wickedness. Do you understand? But on the other side of that, this is the, the thing that drives them crazy. On the other side of that, one of us, one of us individually, can defeat all of them at the same time. Actually, not defeat them, but we can literally do what Gandalf did with his, you shall not pass. One of us can stand the entire onslaught of all of them and stop them in their tracks and stand there and they can't come any forward. We can't go any more forward either. It's a complete stalemate until both sides waver because they run out of energy and then they have to fall back and then the group comes and pulls the one of us back and one other person stands. That's the truth of it. So if you have and understand the infinite love and infinite wisdom of the infinite creator and you greet their entire onslaught coming at you to kill you with the love and the light of the infinite creator... They cannot pass. This is what I try to teach people in everyday life. You need to understand. If you're out on the streets and you got it's a different there's a different thing here. If you're out on the streets and you got these guys running around with baseball bats gonna hit you over the head, if they get behind you, they're gonna hit you over the head. And they're gonna kick you and beat you until you're unconscious and if not dead. The physical of what's going on is that's the the, the chaos. That's what made everybody be concerned, okay? The, the fact that you might die is your motivation to move forward and learn and choose. Do you understand? If nobody was chasing you, you wouldn't run. You'd sit down and not go anywhere. And that's what happened, according to Ra, in the universe. Before the time before there was chaos, the time before there was evil, there was only good people. And you knew who you were. So I knew, you knew, all of us knew sitting here that, well, eventually we're going to ascend back to God and nothing's going to stop us. So I don't have to be in any hurry. I can take my time. Just chill, man. So the one true creator said, well, there's a dichotomy I didn't think about. What do we got to do? We got to fix that. I don't know if the idea came from the true creator. It must have. So the creator was sitting around and they said, well, guess we have to introduce something that, that is dangerous. We have to make up something dangerous. What is dangerous? I just made that up. Danger. So that's when all of that was created. Evilness was created. The choice. Free will. And you can be evil and do anything that you want to do, no matter how hideously nasty evil it sounds. Except 
I draw a line as the creator of how far evil can ascend back to me because I don't want that shit near my house. Period. Since I'm the one who created everything, we'll put it about halfway. You can get about halfway through the sixth, and that's it, and you stop. That's purgatory. That's hell. Nothing more further than that. No matter how evil you want to be, you're just not moving from there. And if you want to repent and come back, go around, you can do that. And you have to sacrifice yourself to do that. So I'll know that your penance is real. And then you'll have to move yourself down the path of good. And then eventually you can prove yourself, come back over to the light side, and then ascend back to the one true creator. That's the way the universe is set up. So these things were created so that we were mind-wiped. We no longer realized who God was or who the creator, whatever you want to call that force, was. And that we were a part of that and we don't know. Don't know. Doubtful. That's chaos. Okay? The law of confusion. Do you understand? These are the first laws of the universe. So, hold on. Excuse me. (coughs) Pardon me. Coronavirus! Ah! No, no, got tested today. Went to the clinic and they ching, 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 gave me the wand and asked me questions. And they were like, you're okay, sir, here's a sticker that says we checked you out at the door. You can come on in, do what you want, stand anywhere near people but self-distance, put on a mask, don't get near anybody, don't touch anything, and get out as fast as possible, man. Okay, so... They created, they, they distorted this logos and kept everyone here. What am I here to do? I'm a wanderer. I'm someone who heard the call. I did not grow up on this planet. I did in this life and the lives before that because I volunteered to come here, get mind wiped, and get born into a family and, and then live and try to wake people up. And I, I've done this for, uh, I don't know, a long time. From what I understand, when you come down here, you sign on for either a 25,000-year uh, stint or 50,000-year or you keep re-upping until the shit's over. I know that I've been here for a very long time. I've talked to people who have memories of, of seeing me back in Egypt. Right? You were in Egypt. And we had green eyes. Not like, you know, it was like orange glowing or yellow glowing. Almost like the, the you know, the, the um, uh, Stargate when the, you know, when the eyes would, would flash. Only we were like that. So if that was the case, we were here during Ra's time. Maybe I was one of those people that came from Ra. I do know that I came from the Orion uh, constellation, and that's where Ra's people came from as well. And the bad guys, that's what the whole Law of One is talking about. The bad guys came there from there too. So it's not like when you get, you know, anywhere, like, just same thing. If, if you know, you have people that come from America, if, if the, you know, the, the uh, Orion Nebula is huge, the Orion constellation of, of, well, those are all not just stars, those are complete universes. They know that now. So just the belt alone has <coughs> universes bigger than the, this one that we live in, the Milky Way. So somewhere out there, these crusaders, they call themselves the Orion Crusaders, came from someplace in Orion. They, they're here trying to take over. And they're not in, they're, some of them are in the third, but not many. Most, most of them are in the fourth or above, the fourth and the eighth here on Earth. They're trying to take over this planet. So how do they do that? They convince all of the people here that we are, in fact, born a slave race. If we all think that, Stitchin found the scrolls. Moses was told by God, thou shalt not this and thou shalt not that. After the, the one true creator created the universe and said, you have complete autonomy. You do whatever the hell you want, nonlinear even. Who cares? Have fun. 
Go out there, kids. Just report back eventually. Remember to call your dad. Right? Remember to, remember to come home. Streetlights go out. Yes. Yes. Lisa, Lisa said, um, we're, we're, wait, we're awakening, and they're getting worried. Absolutely. No, they're scared now, Lisa. They're terrified. They are because they used to just whack people like me off. If we if we were doing this out, you know, in public like this, they'd come and kill me. Right. I would they would disappear me or I would hang myself with one hand using a rubber hose from behind while sitting in a chair. That's what they that's what they actually got that one guy. I can't think of his name right now. He was the one that claimed he was building the underground bases for the American government, and he had he had a scar on his body, and his fingers were shot off with a laser that he claims they went down with the military, and they were digging, and they had CIA guys and military guys, and they were they were you know digging underneath the ground to make a military base, and they and they accidentally popped into an alien military base that they were unaware was underground, and a firefight ensued, and just about everybody got killed. And um, one of the guys pulled him out. One of the Secret Service agents pulled him out. They got in an elevator, and he had gotten shot with his laser that cut through his fingers and cut him off. And, and you know, he was doing you know one of these numbers, wake, nah, you know, and it cut him and cut and almost killed him. And he had the scars to prove it. And so he went out public and told that story. And, uh, and so his one hand, he only had one finger on and a thumb, and his other hand was okay. So apparently he used rubber hose that they use in the hospitals and sat in his rocking chair and wrapped it around his own head from behind and pulled it up like this until he died, which is something that cannot happen. That's why people tie a rope on something and, and create weight of some sort to either break their own neck or strangle themselves. Let me explain how that works, people. Because if I'm pulling on this and I'm strangling myself... What's going to happen is at one point, I'm going to go unconscious because of lack of oxygen. When that happens, this arm cannot hold on to the rubber hose and continue pulling it and causing friction or causing tension. Because why? The controlling mind has now turned off and the whole body goes limp because you're unconscious. Then I would wake up because I wouldn't be able to hold it long enough to kill myself. You have to hold it long enough so that the oxygen that you have in your brain, which, go, which, which when you hold your breath, or even if someone's choking you off, you have four minutes. So you have to hold this four minutes after you lose consciousness with an arm that is being controlled, and when there is no more control, goes limp. Have you ever seen somebody get knocked unconscious in a fight and still stand up there and keep doing the dosi do and fighting? No, they kind of make like they're trying to fight as they go down and lay on the ground and twitch a little bit, right? They're still trying to move maybe their hands a little bit like this, but they're not standing up and still fighting. Why? Because the muscle memory is still there trying to help them to fight, but they're unconscious. So their body doesn't know what to do anymore, and it goes limp. So there's no way that man could have strangled himself sitting in the chair with one hand or two from behind by himself, even from the front. And let's say he was twisting up a rope or, you know, the, the hose with a with a stick and he got it because you could if you went unconscious, we might be able to trap that stick anyway to where it's still pinching off your arteries. OK, that's why they find people like Robin Williams with their tie on a doorknob leaning forward. OK, but that's usually uh, truthfully not um, 
not a suicide only they they call it a suicide because it looks like one but that's a that's a hit by the illuminati if you guys are in the know that means he was going to talk and so they do that so that everybody in the illuminati knows that that's what they do they strangle you and hang you off a doorknob so it looks like you killed yourself just saying okay no more politics now but so what we're doing here now, right, is yeah, Phil something, right? I can't remember his second name either. Kevin says uh, Phil. I can't remember his second name. He had to shoot out with aliens. Yeah, yeah, right. Dulce Airbase, absolutely. Yes, that's exactly what we're talking about, bro. I can't think of his name either. Bill, damn it, doesn't matter. But it's true. He see, he can't remember. That's what happens. Uh, Kevin, when we hit our 50s, <laughs> we can't always remember all the names of these guys all the time, right? So I don't know half of the names of the 200 scientists, NASA scientists that were offed, right? Over 200 of them, you know that. We talked about that before. So I don't remember all their names. Shit. Anyway, um, so everybody has been stuck here, not being able to move on. And now the planet, we're past the point of people were supposed to graduate here a long, 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 long time ago. Thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, and I'm not even sure how many. Hundreds of thousands, possibly. Okay? And it didn't. it's not happening. Nobody. Every single person who has graduated from here has returned as a wanderer to help. Very few actually get out of here and go, they even say it, I say it, I don't want to come back here. I don't want to come back here. Nobody wants to choose to come back here. You get out there and you feel so bad for them and you're in service for others. And so you go, okay, I'll sacrifice myself again. I'll do it. I'll do it. Put me in, coach. I'm ready to play. Okay. But now, getting back to what Lisa was talking about, they used to just whack us. They can't do that anymore. They try. Now they have to try to assassinate us from the other dimension, from the other side, or the other side of this one, right, across the veil, or in the fourth. And they've tried to do that with me. I've talked about that on my shows. You know, I had them. They tried to kill me like four times in the last five years, or I almost died. Should have died. Should be dead today. Less than a two percent chance of survival at one point. I should have been dead, and I'm not. So, lucky, right? Lucky Leo. Okay, so now I'm running over again. Eleven, twelve minutes. I always do that. So that's that's the, the law of one. That's what's happening, guys. Choose to believe it or not. I, I can't make up your mind for you. I can't choose for you. You know, people are starting to get to the point where they're we're starting to give up on those of you who aren't ready to choose. You guys won't won't do it and we're we're hoping that you will and we're pushing you to do that because if you if you take the green you know, take the blue pill, you know, you can't unsee what you can't unlearn what you learn. And most people are afraid to do that. They don't want to learn. They know that something's wrong, and they know it's right there, and they know that if they see it, they're going to be upset. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you need to see it. You need to choose. So when it comes right down to it, I know where I'm going to go, so I'm not afraid to die. Okay? I don't know how many lives are going to be left. I'm trying to make this one the last one. I don't want to keep coming back here. I'm trying to make this one be the last one. Wouldn't you like this one to be the last one? That's what I tell people. I'm like, what are you fighting against? What are you afraid of? Right? Oh, that's right. You're a scientist. You don't believe in an afterlife. Well, then if you don't believe in an afterlife, why are you so concerned about death? Because in your mind, it's the end of it. 
I'm offering you something that tells you what, what, what does it hurt in your mind? What does it hurt to say, what if there is something else and he's right? What does that hurt in your mind? Well, because there is no God. And we only have one life. And when we're done with it, it's, that's it. Okay, well, then, then who cares? What are you doing? You're wasting your time. Go find something else to do then. Because if you believe that, you better be busy, Jack. Because time's a ticking. Time keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into the future. Great song, right? Who wrote that, Kevin? Great song. Who sang that? No, not who wrote it. Because who knows who wrote it, but what band sang that? So, <laughs> so but, but that's what I say to scientists. What, what do you have to lose? Nothing. The only thing you have to lose is that you're pissed off and you don't want there to be a God. And you have to admit, what if there is something? Nope, there is nothing. My ex-father-in-law was an atheist. Jason said, what is this? Are you, are you asking what the show is about? I didn't put a description, did I? Well, Jason, if you just got here and you're asking what the show is about, the show is about the law of one, uh, and we're, we're on our, like session 76. It'd take a long time to explain that, bro. And I apologize for that. You should go back to the beginning after the show's over and, and listen. I explained it there. And then that way, if you're interested in listening to what we're talking about, then um, you can continue well, you know, listening to it. I'm not trying to be rude to you. I'm just saying that. I'm actually trying to close the show. <laughs> I'm over, running over. I was only going to do an hour. Um, so now I got my, my train of thought. You got me on a train of thought off. So, yeah, so my, my, my whole purpose or my whole ideology towards people that don't believe in anything spiritual at all, at all, you don't have to believe that there's a God. I don't believe there's a God like people, you know, dude that looks like me sitting on a throne without my hat, no glasses, acting like I'm in charge of everything. Come on. No. Okay, so no, I don't believe that. Uh, but remember, I was knighted by the Roman Catholic Church, and I am a minister. But officially, I will tell you, <laughs> I don't believe Jesus existed either. Okay, um, so some of you will get really religious on me, and you get mad at me, right? But I won't say that to a congregation, although I don't have one, but I wouldn't say that to a congregation because it's working for them. The message is more important than whether that person did or did not live. Do you see? Because that message is a good message. It's coming from the one true creator. It's in service to the whole, not to the one, not to the self. Okay, so, but even the, those people serve their purpose because they provide the chaos that everybody needs to be able to move forward. Do you understand? So that's like with Black Lives Matter now. We need that all over the world. But we don't need Antifa burning things down and, and pillaging. Okay, but we do need to question. We do need to question the reality that we have here and, and who created it. Now, now, I know that some of you are thinking at this point, uh-oh, you're fringing on politics. I don't know. I'm talking all of this as existentially as it refers to your personal spirituality. Because that does have to do with all of this. The politics is encompassed all of it. Do you understand? But that's not, you know, that's not what we're here to talk about here. Here what I'm trying to talk about is showing you those of you who are, are either wanderers or waking up, pardon me, I got my, my beard mustache caught on the microphone. First, it tickled, then it hurt. It tickled because it was moving it around, but then when I moved, it went poink and pulled on it, and then it hurt. <laughs> so so um, why don't you have the, the buffer on there, Leo? Because this microphone doesn't work really well. Actually, it's a computer jack. And if I put the buffer on here, it cuts my microphone um, level down to half. 
and I'm already, I already have my soundboard at maximum. So I have to eat this microphone. Okay, so that's what you know. That's what this. That's what it's all about. Okay, that's what it's all about. It's all about the choice, our decisions, our choice. We have a choice to make. the 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 biggest choice we have to make is to be a good person or a bad person. That's so you're in in service to others or in service to self. That's the big choice that we're here to make. That's the one choice that we all need to make. Everything else that's in between that helps you make that ultimate decision here in this place. And that's what this place is here for. But, like I said, we're not supposed to be here anymore. That was supposed to be done thousands of years ago. So we all need to get back control of the Logos, which we're doing. The creation, the matrix, which we're doing. And they're scared now. That's why they're doing what they're doing with this pandemic. Do you see? And now they're ramping up for a twindemic. They're going to start pushing the numbers of regular influenza, A and B, on everyone. They're already talking about that, getting it ready. We're going to test everybody. Gavin Newsom out here in California. We're going to test everybody for those three things, for COVID-19, you know, influenza A and B. Why would they be doing that? Because they have control of the numbers. They know how many people actually get it. And when you try to Google that stuff now, you can't find it. Go to the CDC, it's just as hard to find it there. You used to be able to find it six months ago, but once the plan changed, then all of a sudden those information is no longer on the Internet. Where's that arc? They were showing you that arc every day, every day, every day. That arc was going up, 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 up. And somewhere right about March 21st to 24th, they no longer showed that arc anymore. It's not there. Look it up. can't find it. And if you do, take a screenshot and send it to me, bro. If you can find that arch going from January to now, because it's going to go March 21st, 2nd, bam, straight back down. But they can't tell you that. They keep testing and pushing those numbers, and they're testing everybody is, is becoming a corona patient. If you're in the hospital, coronavirus, coronavirus. And that's the truth. I've shown that. They keep deleting some of my videos. Call me a conspiracy theorist. And the ones they're calling me conspiracy theorist on are the ones that are most accurate that I'm not having any opinion of mine. I'm reading you from the Internet, from the people who manufactured the, the, the uh, 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 vaccine and what the vaccine does. And I'm reading you what uh, um, hydroxychloroquine is and does from the pharmaceutical company who made it. That got taken down because I was, it was a conspiracy theory. I'm like, wait a minute, I'm reading you chemical compositions from the company who created it. I'm not making any determinations here. I'm not saying, the only thing I said that was a determination was, if these two drugs do what they say they do, and they both work, then the, the vaccine and hydroxychloroquine do the same thing. Because I just read it to you, they both say it does this. And then they said there was a conspiracy theory, and they took my video down. I, I didn't manufacture that. Those guys did. I just said, look, this is the comparison between the two chemical companies and what these compounds. I'm a chemist. I went to school for that. I wasn't, and I wasn't interpreting anything. I was reading what they said <laughs> and what those meant, not my, my definition of what they meant. I was looking this stuff up and was showing you that, looking it up. And what does that word mean? What does that do? Okay, and they said I was a conspiracy theorist because I said that. And the people who said I was a conspiracy theorist were, were their company. They were a fact-check company, right? Factcheck.org. 
Go look up where they get all their money from. Exclusively, 100% from liberal people and Democratic ex-president, ex-first um, lady who was the ex-first uh, whatever she was, the secretary, and you know all of their and the same people that that fund Black Lives Matter and Antifa, Bloomberg, Soros, the DNC, Hillary Clinton Foundation. No joke. I'm not making this up. <laughs> okay, so I'm supposed to believe a fact check company that was created, owned, operated by liberal Democrats, saying that I'm lying. That's why I tell you guys it's either a hack for the Republicans or it's a hack for the Democrats. There is no, I have yet to find, the, even when the one that calls themselves the independent fact checker, I have yet to find an independent fact checker that was not paid for, bought and paid for by one of those two sides. Doesn't happen, bro. So if you come at me with, I'm going to fact check you, you do the research yourself and show me where you do the research and I'll love you to death and I'll put you on my show. Because if you're going to go to those sites, oh, yeah, yeah, I looked at the fact check place. Strike one, you're either going to strike me down because you're going to say I'm a Democrat or you're going to strike me down because you're going to say I'm a Republican. Sorry, those are talking points. Those guys are paid to do just that. They're spin, spin doctors. Their job is to go, Donald Trump's lying. And the other side, their, their job is to go, Donald Trump is, always tells the truth. Okay, I'm, I'm neither of those people, guys. I'm a moderate down the middle of the road. The, the Republicans think I'm a Democrat, and the Democrats think I'm a Republican. And I am registered no party, N-O, zero party. I would be an anarchist, but that can't be a political party because that, in fact, means, you know, you don't want to have any kind of governmental system. So how can that be a political party? <laughs> it's everything non-politics, non-political. Okay, so that last part right there, I, I did go a little bit, right? Chase, you're going to, if you hear this, you're going to go, dude, I told you, don't put that on my page. I apologize, bro. It was just a little tidbit, but it goes together. Okay, guys, one hour, 22 minutes, 22 minutes over. I'll be back next Friday. We will be doing the Law of One session 77. Is that where we are? Yeah. Right? Right. Okay, you know, yeah, I'm, uh, Kevin, you're going to keep me going again, aren't you? I was told that it was made actually uh, to improve our, to improve our health. It, it was developed in China. What are you guys talking about? Ooh, ooh, let me in on this. What are you saying? Let me go back here. What are you guys in on over here? What do you guys know? Um, fact finders. Yeah, I got that right. <laughs> right. The, the posted the the figures about the coronavirus. Yeah. So yeah, at least I don't I don't go to any fact finder place when I fact check things. I that's why I got in trouble and got deleted because people are saying hydroxychloroquine doesn't work, and I said, okay, well, what is this? What is this supposed um, uh, drug from from Monsanto's, which Johnson and Johnson owns now, but it used to be owned by George Soros? And then I find out who was the first CEO of Monsanto it was Anthony Fauci. Anthony Fauci is a shareholder in Monsanto's. Monsanto's is the is the company that's making the the uh, vaccine. Let's go there to the vaccine. I started Johnson and Johnson. Where's your vaccine? It took me to their their pharmaceutical company. This is the vaccine we're working on. Okay, show me the chemical composition of your vaccine and what it means. And it has all everything there. The, the, what we put into that it has this 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 this. What do all those things do? The modern beauty of the modern computer, if you have Windows 10, I don't know if you have Windows 97 or Windows something else other than that, whether it does it, but in Windows 10, you can click on everything and it'll tell you what it means. It's not my dictionary. It's not my opinion. It's their opinion, their dictionary. So 
I'm not giving it a conspiracy theory. I'm not going being rerouted to Leo's computer uh, uh, dictionary with his idea of what words mean. It's taking me to Webster's, which is the one that we use in the United States of America as the fucking Bible of how shit's spelt and what the definition of shit means. So I think we're supposed to trust that. Fact checker's going to say, well, I don't know. You know, this Webster, I think that guy was definitely a Republican. Because, look, he's, everything he has is slanted to the right. That's a, that's a joke on, um, on handwriting, guys. If you, if you uh, back in the day, see, I'm old enough to remember cursive. If you're right-handed, everything is slanted to the right. So if he wrote that, the, the whole dictionary out for the first time, it would have been written out by hand, and it would have been slanted to the right. Little pun there, little joke. Okay. So, yeah, so anybody, anytime somebody sends me a thing, I say something, and they, or I post something, and they say, oh, I fact-checked that. I'm like, did you fact-check your fact-checker site? Let me show you. And I'll actually make a video for them and go, look, here's who owns them. Here's who created them. Let's see what Wikipedia says about that person. Let's see what their own bio says about who they are and their political persuasion. Who did they work for? Where did they get their money? Who do they donate to? Who, where did they come from? And where does this people fact check site get its money? They have to per, they have to show you that. This is that's the, 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 all of that is there. They can't lie to you. They have to tell you the truth. It's a law in the United States. Okay, so then they do that. And they print all that out for you. They just put it there, and you just go click, 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 and lo and behold, not a single conservative contributes to this thing. Wonder why that is. Maybe it's because those conservatives know that this is a hack for the liberals. And then the other way around, when somebody over on the, the other side says some shit to me, and I'm like, wait a minute, let's check your fact checker. Oh, look, this is all a bunch of Republicans. <laughs> Why is it that no liberals donate money to this? Because you're a hack. And I'll tell the people that I'll send it to them, no, that's a rag, that's a hack. I have yet to find one, guys. I would love to find one that's actually independent, that is honest and stays independent. That doesn't happen. Everybody's got an agenda, man. They say, well, they start out that way, but what happens is they're beholden to the money. They start out that way, and then they start getting bought out. Donald Trump said this just the other day when he was live and he was talking. He was talking about donations to his, to his presidency, and he said, you know, I don't, ta- I don't like taking money from large donations from large donors. I like all the small, independent, private people sending money. Because if you take money from those large donors, and he knows this because he used to be one of those before he ran for president, that's what he did. They talk about that all the time. Do you know that he donated money to the, to the Hillary Clinton Foundation, and he also donated money to the Bush Foundation? That's because those people at that time were doing something that he was paying them to do. So he understands how the game works. I give you money, scratch your back, give you millions. You kind of sway things to my favor here and there. He knows that. He's a businessman. So he says, I don't like taking money because then, you're, you know, they don't say it out loud. But if we're giving you $100 million or $50 million, we kind of expect that you kind of pay attention to us. He said that. So he understands that. He knows it. He gets it. He was one of them. I'm not saying Donald Trump's a good guy. He's a fucking New York businessman. He's a scrapping freaking dude that'll cut your throat if it serves his purpose. And if it doesn't, he'll prop you up and elect you. And cut your throat later when it doesn't serve your purpose to have you around anymore. Welcome to capitalism, boys and girls. Welcome to anything. It's all like that. Doesn't matter the you know the country you go to, whatever system they have in place. I'll guarantee you, there's a lot of killing and murder behind that. Throwing people under the bus. When you live on a planet with people who are evil as well as good, 
and evil people put themselves into the places of power because people who are in service to others don't normally want to run for power positions. They're not power hungry. They'll do it so that people can, you know, somebody needs to help these people. We better put somebody in power that's more like us. But the ones that are evil will stomp that fucker out of existence as soon as they can, as soon as they recognize them. And they recognize you faster than you recognize them. Evil people are looking for you. Looking for you to control, to take advantage of. People who are the opposite aren't looking for that. So they don't expect it. They're, that's why conservative people are more, a little bit more gullible. They're easier to, and, and moderates, because you're not thinking evil. So because you're not, you're not expecting people to be constantly sitting there around going, how can I fucking get this guy? But they do that. That's the first step. The first step in avoiding a trap is knowing it's a, of its existence. So the first step for you guys out there in the world is to understand that if you're not the predators, you're the prey. There is nowhere in between. Not unless you build a wall and you have walls with security to keep them out. Do you understand? So that's what the world is about here. It's done on purpose that way. You have to get that. You have to get that and go, oh, oh, i got to look around. It is cut and dry. It's good versus evil. It is cut and dry. You have to see that. And once you start seeing that, you start realizing that that's the matrix. The matrix is hiding that. The best trick the devil ever pulled was getting, it was, it was getting the people to believe that he didn't exist. Evil wants you to think there is no evil. I'm not evil. I'm your best friend. That guy over there, though, keeps pretending to be your friend. He's evil. That one. He's evil. That's what they do. Okay, guys. I love you guys. I love you all. Thanks for hanging around as much as you did. Okay? And, um, you know, if you like me, subscribe to my page. Like my page. Right? Pop on. Hit the notifications so you know when I go live on Friday nights until the Law of One is done. Till we get through session 106. I will be doing dedicating this Friday night show at this time slot from 5 until 6. Today, 5 until 6.30, to the law of one. And then I will also be, once that's over, I'll probably start doing other channeling stuff, or I might just continue doing a spiritual show at that point. Um, if you see any of my shows that are entitled Orion Rising News, know that it's going to be politics. Know that it's going to piss you off, unless you agree with me, right? If you're a moderate, you'll get me, and you'll go, ah, man, you just pissed off the Republicans. Oh, there he went with the Democrats. Trigger, right? That's just who I am. But the reality is most Americans, and I, th and I believe most people on this planet, are, are moderates. They're not evil. They're not these wacko socialists. They're not these wacko conservatives. Right? Get rid of all technology. Go back to buggies. Right? The Amish would love that. Right? They're the most conservative people on the face of the earth. Technology? No. No. Right? Riding buggies. It's still 1800s. It's still 1752, right? So I'm, I'm not one of those people. I like technology too much. I'm the app guy, man. I got an app for everything, right? I love technology. So, you know, I, that's the same reason I, I like sex, so I didn't join the Catholic seminary, right? I like women. <laughs> I like women. Can't change that. Not going to give that up. But you should be married to the church. Paul was gay, and he made everybody be married to the church because he didn't want to be married. He even said that. It's better to burn, better to be married than burn. So the only reason he was married was because he didn't want to burn. Okay? Paul was in love with Jesus secretly. Go back and read the Talmuds. He was in love with Jesus, and it pissed him off that she was there. 
I'm just saying, guys. I didn't make that up. Modern, you know, modern people who are in the clergy are understanding that. We just don't preach it to people. My brother is a minister, and he and I talked about that. And he said, admittedly, Paul was gay, secretly loved Jesus, was pissed off that Mary was there. He usurped the church the second Jesus was out of the question. Mary basically was run off. Where did she go? Nowhere. I don't know. She was written out of the Bible. He took the church over said, that's it. Women are nothing. They're nobody. They're just here to, to be our assistants. They can't be clergy. And oh, by the way, nobody gets married when you join the church. But we need all you guys out there to get married. And, and you guys can't do anything about prophylactics. you got to have a bunch of kids. Come have a bunch of babies because we need your asses in the seats to pay us money. Right? So you guys, you guys have to breed and you got to breed a bunch of you. you got to put them in the seats and pay my ass to be your leader. Okay, and that's what they did in all the churches. The only one that changed that was Luther when he said, I'm done. I want to get laid. I know I'm a bishop, but I'm never going to be pope, so I'm going to leave and make my own religion. We'll call it Lutheranism. Oh, women could be clergy too. Let's get that out of the way. Everybody gets to be married. The church will pay for them. That'll stop rape or at least diminish it by like 90%. And guess what? It did. So <laughs> just saying. So maybe the Catholic Church should wake up, get into the modern age. You know, they're conservative too far. They're way over there, horse and buggy. Anyway, just pissed them off, didn't I? Oh, you must be one of those crazy liberal Democrats. All right. So you guys have a good night. I'll see you next week. I'll probably pop in. I haven't done anything in between this week because my birthday, this week being my birthday, I took the week off and was just doing research and stuff, and, and now I'm back at it. Uh, my birthday's over. It was yesterday. <laughs> now I'm back at it. Technically, it's not over until 24 hours after you were born. So technically, I have a few more hours. I was born at 9.37 p.m. So at 9.37 p.m. today, it will no longer officially be my birthday any longer because of the 24-hour timeline. Get it? And it's 6.34 right now here, my time. In California, 6.34? 6.34. Yes. All right, guys, have a good night. I will see you on the flip side. I have been getting just a tidbit, for those of you who are still here, secrets. I haven't done anything on Oli. Oli, you guys remember that? Oli is the EBE, the extra biological entity that the girls from the Czech Republic are channeling currently. They've been sending me stuff. I haven't done a show on theirs in like a year. I have a whole year's worth of translated stuff. I might bring back the Monday show. Or do maybe after we're done here, do that on here. So, yeah, Ilana and Ivana are sending me tons and tons of stuff. I just might have to bring some of it on here and do a show. See, the problem is they can do a whole session, and I end up going through a whole session in like 20 minutes. And for them, it takes like three hours to do it because they're doing it live. And things don't happen like as fast as I talk. So when I do it, they give it to me, and I just run it through the computer, and the computer talks slower than I do right now. But it's still fast enough to where I'm done with it, even when I'm talking about it. I could do a whole show, and it could be three sessions to do a whole show, to do one hour. So that's why I kind of waited with them, because I also have pointed out that I believe that that uh, Oli is, in fact, either um, like like my buddy Edmund, the ex-CIA uh, agent, said, or ex-military Secret Service said, or, uh, you know, that it was that it's either CIA feeding them. Um, crap, or it's the Orion um, Crusaders feeding them crap uh, because of uh, a couple of things that, that I tested and that I watched um, Oli say. The first of which is that uh, we are your creator God. Anytime any entity claims to be our creator God, um, that, you know we, we created you as a slave race or a, a, for any other reason, that's bullshit, it's a lie. 
because we, you were not created by them at all. You were created by the one true ultimate creator, and your job is to do what we're doing, experience everything there is to experience in the universe. So anyone who says to you you were created as a slave race by anyone, they're lying to you and they're evil, period. Or they're, mis or, you know, or they're misled and they believe it. They believe it to be true, but it's not. Okay, that's the, one of the biggest lies. That's the one that's trying to get control here. If you all believe you're a slave race, you will become one because we create the logos. We drive the narrative here. This matrix is created by our, con our, our thoughts all together. Okay, Our hive mind complex creates everything that happens on this planet. If we all believed that, that uh, Donald Trump's hair was a helmet that he put on, like you, you know when you have the Ken dolls and you can take their hair off, and it would become that, and he would just pull it off one day, and it would be all one big thing, the hair helmet that he puts on, and it looks like it. That one flapped it and flap in the wind. I would swear it was. I, I laughed. I'm like, it looks like a helmet. He just puts on. <laughs> Maybe it is. Maybe they have it already sprayed, you know, with uh, something to keep it like uh, uh, hairspray. <clears throat> they hand it to him and he goes, all right. Or he sits down and they put it on him like a crown. Don't move, sir. Don't move. <laughs> okay. Let's put a little bit of gum stuff on your head first on the bald spots. Because <laughs> that's what it looks like. I think it's hilarious. I'm watching his comb over, and I'm like, dude, I'm going to recreate that on something. Because it's like that four kind of comb over that Christian Bale did in, um, in uh, um, what was that movie? American um, Hustle. And the, the, that was a true story. So the guy had a, a comb over like that. I'm like, so was that guy's name, like, you know, Don Trump Jr. back then when he was younger? Right? Because the guy had this crazy four or five thing. So watch that. And watch his comb over and then look at then look at Trump and you know that it comes like from four or five different places to get onto his head. He has layers and then he's got stuff going here to to show you so you don't see the parts that go up and around. Right? My mom was a hairdresser, so she's like, No, nah, yeah, that's like at least a four layer comb over. <laughs> she sees him and she laughs. And then that one flap, you know, it's like when the wind goes, I want to see it stand up straight so it sits up like a shark freaking dorsal fin. Right, um, it is his hair, but it's just you know if it blew, if the wind blew really hard, I'm pretty sure it would all go out to the back and go, poof, and you'd see like all this shit real long, right? If you hit him with a fan real hard, dead freaking on. Sorry, now I'm just having fun with with Donald Trump's hair. All right, guys, have a good night. <laughs> I want to run up to him and just mess it up and see what he can pull it off. Let's see where it goes, right? Do somebody secret service will fucking shoot you if you tried to go and touch that man's hair, right? You think they'll they'll ever like uh, when he dies and they have the open casket they'll find out he was bald and there was a hair helmet? I don't know. He said one day maybe I should just shave my head bald. I was like, do it. No one could bitch about your hair or make fun of you like I do. Just cut shave your head off. No one's gonna care. They're not gonna look at you and go, yeah, you know that's very unpresidential. Like impeach him. He shaved his head. Nope, got tired of you mother frickers talking about my hair, so I cut it off. I do that sometimes. When you get thin at one point, like my brother said to me, at some point you just got to give in and go, all right, I'm fucking bald. Shave it. <laughs> I'm almost there, man. I don't have much left, right? So every now and then I shave my head too, right? So I'm going to do Donald Trump's come over and take a picture of it, but I got to paint it orange first. Some days it's gray, other times it's orange. It's really bizarre, and then there's blonde mixed in with the orange slot, and depends on the light hits it. That's weird. All right, guys, have a good night. I love you. Hopefully, that little last bit gave you a couple of laughs. <laughs> right. <laughs> all right, I love you all. 
just subscribe to me if you like me and uh, uh, you speed know, like I said pass this on and if you guys don't have time to watch the the video version the mp3 version is anywhere you look up your podcast all right and if it's not let me know and I'll get it up there because it's already up worldwide 85 countries 86 countries around the world that's all right for me right all right guys peace